You're listening to Part B of the Prabhu Podcast for July 17th, 2005, sponsored by HariKrishna.com. At this stage of history, it really is up to the individual themselves to develop a perspective on Prabhupada that will allow them to understand these pastimes of Prabhupada in the proper transcendental light and to apply the correct philosophical understanding. Because, unfortunately, we have experienced controversy over uh, Prabhupada and what he could have done, what he should have done, why he did it, and, um, because there's no real deep philosophical understanding of who he was, what his mission was, and what our position was in this mission, in this pastime. And consequently, there is room for all sorts of misinterpretation. And this is extremely dangerous to one's spiritual life. And it is it can be very detrimental to uh, others' spiritual life if this misunderstanding, misinterpretation is passed on. And it's very infectious because in the material world, people are always looking to avoid surrendering to Krishna. That is the tendency that everyone has, and that is what we're trying to overcome when we are all preaching. And we are hoping that people will become to Krishna consciousness and, and in due course surrender. And anything that interferes with that surrendering process, such as not presenting Krishna's Sampradayacharya, his purest representative, properly. So when, by doing so, whether the newcomer realizes it or not, and in most cases they don't, they are given some sort of loophole in which their mind can find some excuse not to surrender to Krishna. I'm talking here in just in philosophical terms, not specifically. But, for instance, uh, just to give an example, there's all this controversy surrounding what took place during Prabhupada's Leela in the context of the children and uh, the Gurukulas and, and so on. Now, without getting into this to the details of that, I'd like to just use that as an example because many people would like to lay the blame at Prabhupada's feet, claiming that he um, should have known, that he appointed people, that he didn't supervise properly, and that um, as so consequently young, young people became um, victims of certain abuses. And in a normal mundane setting, uh, the blame
blame goes to the ultimate authority, such as if a government authorizes, for instance, uh, the native schools that were set up um, in in Canada, for instance, uh, they had all these uh, they brought all these natives into uh, these uh, parochial schools or these uh, boarding schools and tried to indoctrinate them <coughs> away from their original culture and uh, put them in the hands of persons who abused them. And so the Canadian government had to was in the end uh, held to blame and uh, a great deal of compensation had to be um, metered out. But in in the case of uh, of Prabhupada and um, uh, his uh, his spiritual position and what was going on in his gun, a, a great deal has to a great deal of this mystery of how, how Prabhupada is is to uh, be looked at and uh, how pra how Prabhupada is you know to be blamed or not to be blamed depends on philosophy. Who is he philosophically? What is his spiritual position? And uh, of course, I outlined this in my Sampradayacharya paper, and uh, this has helped me a great deal uh, to see that Prabhupada is, of course, not to blame. Just as we hear in Krishna's pastimes, many of the uh, atrocious things that demons did to seemingly innocent persons in their attempt to. Uh, to uh, interfere with Krishna in his pastimes, and uh, is Krishna to blame for this? So uh, there is innumerable, actually, examples if one wants to uh, study Shastra. But we have to also philosophically work these things out. Unfortunately, there's no body, there's no <coughs> institution who is you know, who has taken it on to themselves to not only present Prabhupada properly, but to protect Prabhupada philosophically. And just sweeping statements, while, you know, you can never blame Prabhupada, period, it is not going to be satisfactory. Therefore, um, changing one's perspective on Prabhupada is very important individually and it's up it's an individual responsibility at this point and I would just like to um, make that point clear especially when we're telling stories about Prabhupada or trying to depict uh, to, to Prabhupada in any other way other than a transcendental personality whose pastimes motives thoughts um, are, are far beyond our even our ability to speculate and it's better not to do that. Saying that, I like to just say, Hare Krishna, all glory to Srila Prabhupada. This concludes the Prabhupada cast for July 17, 2005, sponsored by HariKrishna.com.